What's up, my good peoples? Welcome to the Be Transformed podcast, where we're talking about ideas that stimulate wholesome thinking unto identity, purpose, vision, and action. I am James Anderson, and with me is Logan Eaton and Kyle Entman, my good bros. Eat any good pork rinds lately? What's crack-lackling, James? <laughs> crackling, that's what it's called. Yeah. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> that's yeah. what it's called. <laughs> Oh wow! Because I don't think you ever finished your thought. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's called. Yeah, that's it. So why don't you explain to the viewers what we were just talking about? Yeah, crackling. So uh, you had a neighbor, right? Neighbor uh, butchered his hog, Hmm. and the left—I think it was a leftover. So all the parts he didn't use. There's a way to like process that. Toes, knees, pretty much the nipples and everything. (laughs) (laughs) That little. Tail in the back. You just don't think about it when you're eating it. Don't it, think like about where it came fried from. Fried them some some way or, or cooked them some way, salted them, and they're they're just really hard pieces of like, they almost taste like bacon. Right. Just really hard pieces of crackling. <laughs> right. So it's that's, cr- what it, that's what it's they're called. They're really crackling, yeah. hard it's pieces. And they the, can crack. Yeah, yeah they, they're, they're really uh, different. Okay. But they taste like bacon. Mm. So you had some crackling yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You yeah. said it's kind of an acquired taste. It is. A lot it's of not people, just something you're gonna. It's not something you just like eat every day or like a too. cracker or something. Yeah, it's it's not like a kipper. Kind of an no. acquired taste. Yeah, mm. it's not like anchovies from a can. A little more particular. Yeah, if you think about it while you're eating it, you no. don't. You won't eat it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so you just pop it in while you're thinking about something else. <laughs> it's kind of like um, what's that? Like the the meat they sell at. Uh, Tofu? No, at the, the delis. Uh, head head cheese? You ever had that before? Mm. You heard of it? Uh, I've heard of it, yeah. It sounds it's kind gross. of like a mixture of all the parts and things like that. In a, in a cheese? In a kind of a bologna type of Oh, yeah, setting. okay. Yeah. Kind of like a... Like there's like chunks of mm. different stuff suspended in kind of like a yeah. jelly-ish. Gel- gelatinous type of oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, Disgusting. Yeah. We call those hot dogs where I'm from. Mm. They're like hot dogs. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, it, it, it comes in like a like um, a uh, like a like the potato salad kind of container. And you, what do you do with it though? I don't know. Spread I don't know what you do. Is spread it, it on bread. I think yeah. it's like a paperweight, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think the older folks. Some people love use it, it for. How they stay so healthy? Male pattern baldness. I think it makes you go bald. Oh, could be. Science. We learn science every day. (laughs) Good old gelatinous suspenders. So you had the crackling, and you're still here, huh? (laughs) He literally went over to his barn. He had a big tub of it, just sitting there, a big pot of it. uh, Just popped some in. It was like a big pot of oil or something. No, it was was just like a big tub. Like he had Mm. taken it. He just let it sit overnight, and we just went down there and. Let it dry it out a little bit. Yeah, let, yeah. He let it dry out. Put it, transferred it from wherever he was cooking it at. Okay. And just popped a few cracklings. Yeah, kind of talk jokes. about life and talk yeah. some cracklings. Yeah. Are these like a one bite wonders or you got to take? No, you don't stay for a second one. You pretty much just <laughs> you, you want to say thank you and you leave real quick. Yeah, it's one of those. Treat it like a delicacy where you just take one. Yeah. To be polite, but really you really don't want another one. You don't want another one. No, it's kind of like broccoli. <laughs> I, I mean, if so, you had yeah. sure. as a kid, if you didn't like broccoli, yeah, sure. Not all kids like broccoli. Yeah, I would say yeah. that 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 was a good example, but it was nothing. It was nothing like that, huh? You can hear all that. Mm. Mm. I'll do this then. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't think it was like I don't think it was like broccoli, but it's crackling, like peas. It's crackling. It's crackling. Yeah. Crackling. What's crackling with you guys? What's crackling with you? Well, I ate a raw hot dog yesterday. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. You ate a whole bag of raw yeah. hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. How was it? Ah, it's delicious. It's delicious. Yeah. With like mustard? Nothing. Relish? Yeah, straight out of the ballpark. Just <laughs> package. The <laughs> yeah. ballpark package. Yeah. Nice. That's good. No, man. Sometimes you don't have time to microwave those things. Did you put it on a <laughs> bun or something? <laughs> or you just took it to go? I just, just smacked down it while driving. 
Huh. You ever like pull up to someone on the side like, of the road and they see someone eating a raw hot dog? <laughs> it's a real uh, good way to freak them out. <clears throat> like, look at be like, yeah. <laughs> you want some? Then you smoke a cigarette too while you do it. So yeah. you have <laughs> hot dog in one hand, <laughs> yeah. a cigarette in the other. You could yeah. cook it with a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> the cigarette gives it a smoky flavor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Real healthy. <laughs> wow, you got like uh, you got like Led Zeppelin blaring in the radio. Uh, I got that. Here I go again on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Riding down the only highway with a hot dog and one, uh, uncooked with hot, hot dog. dog in one I hand. will learn to eat alone. And a cigarette in the other. Mm. <laughs> this is all while riding on the motorcycle. Yeah. Oh, I took that out last week. Did you? Yeah. How was it? Did you dust her off? She ran pretty good. Damn. You had to warm her up for a little bit. Mm. To all the viewers, got a little little motorcycle, you know. A little motorbikey. <laughs> you know. A little Rap. scooter. Logan tried to ride on the back of it a couple times, but <laughs> I told him only room for one. There's only room for one. one, one Here cool I bro. go again on my own. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was well warmed up. It was good. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Took her around, uh, took her around town. Actually, w- went through, yeah, went down through Maumee a little bit on mm. Conan Street. Oh, yeah. It's a little scary. A little yeah, scary. A lot, a lot of traffic <laughs> down there. I was like, cool. Uh, I had like a um, sweatshirt on my helmet, but I was, when you get around a bunch of cars, you realize how small you really are. Yeah. 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 What's top speed on that thing? On that really? Road? Like 50, 55? <laughs> <laughs> Comfortable to go How'd more than get, that. So how did you get up there? <laughs> oh, you're, was it in, did you have your bike in Toledo or did you have it back in BG? I had it at my mom's in Waterville. Oh, so you didn't have to take the highway or anything? No. Okay. No. But you know that main, the main drag in Maumee, right? The main street, yeah. Or Conant or Reynolds or whatever. Yeah, Conant. Yeah. yeah. Go through. Yeah. Rush hour? Gosh, uh, I think it was like terrible. 12 o'clock on Saturday. Mm. It's about rush hour. Yeah. 12, 12 p.m. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that thing seems pretty packed during rush hour during the week. That street. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. You get f- yeah. You get stuck in there. People yeah. want to get their. But you can just go on the sidewalk. You can just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Put a siren on top of your helmet. Man, that was pretty cool, though. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seeing the guy. With your hair flowing out of your helmet? Yeah, just mm-hmm. to the so. sides a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like one strand is just like in your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you crash. Wow. Do you full full head helmet? Full face? No. Oh my god. Just the half. Just the half face. It's dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Dude, you brought your vision book. Did you have a quote to share? No, just in case we were and just in case no. I was gonna reference something, because I always forget. You don't want to reference read. anything. You didn't come prepared to reference something. Uh, I just got prepared in, if to reference if I had to reference. Oh my gosh! Cool. Hey. Yeah. I got Did you bring book. any books? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Nope. Not tonight. I didn't bring wow. any of my books. Jeez. Some of us just like to be on time and prepared hmm. for whatever. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good book though. It is a good book. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of vehicles. Mm. You got one? My motorcycle. Oh, the <laughs> motorcycle. How's the old uh, 86 run out there? 86? What's 86? that car called? I don't know. That one that backed up in their bumper that one time? The Cavalier? Oh, yeah. The Cavalier. Still runs good? Yeah. No clutch problem? No. Mm. Not since it fell out. No. <laughs> Not since you just <laughs> took it off. <laughs> yeah. Duct tape still holding the Bam. Cadillac converter together. <laughs> <laughs> I got it wrapped around the exhaust pipe too. So. Oh, good. 
You duct tape. Yeah, we just would get hot and melt fuse right on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets crispy for everything. Yeah, it's like a get your shifter duct taped in the third all the time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right when you start up, you're just moving. Absolutely. Just moving. That's why you can't park anywhere near anything. Instant, instant motion slides right into them, Logan. Into the wow. peoples? Into the peeps. Wow. What did you get into today? What did I get into today? I got into a lot of BT stuff. Um, nice. Just going to wash a house, but it's a little chilly out there. Yeah, it didn't get as warm as they uh, nah. said it was going to be. And the old soap doesn't work as good, and the old chili just... Chili... Frijoles. But yeah, yeah. So I was working on some BT mayhem. Some, uh, yeah. Vision cool. and purpose statements kind of stuff. Sweet. Started having some recent, um, some clarity as of late, which has been quite lovely. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Clarity is always good. Yeah. Yes. Nice to have some clarity. It is nice to have some clarity. Absolutely. It's like drive. It's like not driving around with at night with your lights off. You yeah, that's that? a good way to put it. You could see little things in front of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ever try that? What's that? Driving without lights mm-hmm. at night. Mm-hmm. Just, just one for time. a few seconds. <laughs> yeah. I close my just eyes too. Just until you realize. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was I was just in my driveway oh, okay. in park. Not even moving. <laughs> just just imagining it. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. cool, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> real cool. That's real cool. That's real cool, bro. That's, that's great, Clark. That's real great. There's a lot of vehicle talk going on. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kyle's trying to get us going. No, no, no. We can take time. Yeah, no problem. Did you bring any books, Logan? Yeah, I did. Cool. Mm. I love Nancy Drew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Today, tonight, till tomorrow, we're talking about vehicles. Vehicles. Mm. Oh, wow. And so how. Totally missed all that. Yeah. Vehicles. <laughs> yeah, it's because you like to be on time. It's too early. <laughs> too early. <laughs> Sorry. Guys. This guy. I don't know. We love you anyways. Despite all your flaws. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly imperfect. Despite your Perfectly imperfect. <laughs> <laughs> Despite your hundreds of <laughs> mistakes. Mm-hmm. Of which we keep track of. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It's a big book. We had to stop keeping yeah. track. We, it's yeah. a lot. <laughs> the computer system melted. Yeah, we had to buy more cloud big space. Data, big database for you. <laughs> Big data. Big data. Big data. But yeah, yeah, we're talking about vehicles and how vehicles give you access to the roads of potential. Mm. I like that, roads of potential. Yeah. Yeah, so a vehicle really, though, it's a tool, right? And it's only as good as you use it. Oh, like I thought you were going to say the driver. Well, you is, is that what you meant? What? The driver. It's only as good as the driver. Well, it's only as good as you use it mm-hmm. in the sense that like, so for example, right, you could have, you could, you could buy the car of your dreams, man. This thing's like a legit vehicle of your dreams, paint color wheels, you know, this thing's slick, it's clean. It's like insides just decked out with everything you could ever want and more. Right. And let's just say it's parked in your driveway. And so you sit on the front porch, you know, and you stare at this this car man this car of your dreams that you now have and you just you sit there and you just like you just all this these thoughts just you just stimulate your mind right and you just start picturing yourself in the future you picture yourself driving this thing down the road you know going on adventures taking long trips experiencing just like these epic experiences right so you're sitting on the porch and just like you kind of come out of your daydream you realize you're hungry you go inside eat some food Sit down, watch some TV, get tired, go to bed, 
Then the next day you get up, go about your day. You think about that car again. You go back out on the porch for a little bit, sit there, look at it, dream about it, you know, and then just keep going about your day. But it's like that, that the vehicle's only as practical. It's only as beneficial to the, to the degree that you actually use it. Like it's full of potential, but the problem with the front porch is that it's not the driver's seat. It's once you get in the car and you go down the road, like that's where you start tapping into potential. That's where you start experiencing life is when you actually start taking action. And the reality is, is that the, the gifts that God has given us, the gifts, the talents, the abilities, and our interests are vehicles that we have that give us access to certain kinds of people. Like we, we got these ideas about using these different kind of gifts, but sometimes, man, it's just like, just across the board, it's easy to sit on the front porch and dream about the experiences you have. You could dream about, you know, all the, the things you could do and the people you could interact with and the, the, the influence you could have, but there's only so far that front porch is going to get you. Right. There's there's a time where your your thoughts and your dreams need to turn into realities. Mm. What do you guys think about that? Whoa. What color is this car? Uh, again? Whatever color you it's your car. Oh, it's, it's the car, car of your dreams. <clears throat> yeah. El Camino. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I think before, um, you know, the B, uh, we started, you know, chit chatting know be transformed i didn't really think about gifts you know Mm. the word gifts like um i always like thought about like okay go to school and you know learn how to do stuff and you know even in school i was never really a big fan of school Mm. um i got by but like when we start talking about gifts it kind of puts things more perspective and helps me to focus and hone in on what specific ones like I have and how I can use that to fulfill my purpose. Mm. But it's kind of cool because I think maybe some people don't really think about their their gifts. Like, they or maybe they're really good at like singing or something, but they're like, oh, you know, whatever. It's just singing. I don't need to, you know. Yeah, and they, you know, they, they kind of brush it off. But I think sometimes when you it's it's nice to know that and then be able to continue to grow in that that gift so but yeah that's pretty cool thinking about the gifts as vehicles to get to the where you want to go next yeah Logan got any references no, you don't have to uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna read this real quick <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know I guess I guess just to be honest the first thing that just blew into my head was uh um just thinking uh like how how easy it is to just to think about stuff like it's easy just to sit there and think about like oh this would be gr- this would be great to start this would be easy to start i just need you know whatever 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 and just just kind of just kind of sitting there thinking about the car or whatever just thinking about it thinking how you know it's easy but then once you maybe once you decide to get in the car and drive it's there's things you didn't even know that you needed to do or like you, I don't know it just take it just takes action like you can't just get in the car and just sit sure. <laughs> like you have to turn the key you have to shift it or or at least put it in drive and then you have to steer it and you have to hit the gas you have to brake and all that stuff so I, I just I just think it I don't know that's just what popped into my head it's like it's easy to sit and think about driving it and how easy it you know it's just going to be easy just driving to all these great places to, kind mm. of almost like in a daydream but then I guess what what hypothetically what a, a person would miss would be like thinking about the things that they've got to do to to make the car move to where they want to go like the the gas they're going to put in the 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 maintenance they might need to do or like just even just turning the key shifting like like i said hitting the gas pedal and the brakes and stuff just basic stuff mm-hmm. so it's just i don't know it's just almost like it's what's a what's a daydream what's reality and there's i think when you're pursuing vision it's important to just to recognize like what's a daydream and what's what's a real not saying daydreaming is bad but there's a point when, when like you have to m- when your daydream has to meet reality and it's going to mesh and and, yes. and stuff like that that's just what popped into my head 
Yeah, yeah. So you're you're talking about like the the actual details. So th- there's a difference between like thinking, um, okay, I'm gonna start this business and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, generate a million dollars in sales, but you have no marketing plan and you don't know the first thing about marketing, right? So so like an idea like this this is just this is kind of what Logan's talking about is that you you could go into something without thinking about all the nitty gritties that go into it and how, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause you're thinking, yeah. Like you're thinking all I gotta do is just get in the seat. Sure. Right. And we're going to go crazy places, but, but there's, there's just a lot of, a lot of stuff that, and, and not to, not to put like a negative thing to it, but it's just like, um, there's a reality of like, of like what's, there's a difference between a daydream and, and your vision. I think, I guess that's what I was trying to say. So like, sure. like your vision's going to involve a lot of, a lot of stuff, a lot of, um, I don't know, planning and, 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 you know, taking action while daydream is, is basically just, you're seeing all the, just the, the, the quick high points uh, of, of whatever, like, you know, um, all I need is, all I need is this. And, and then I've got, and then people want this, so all I need is this. And then I've got a successful business or I've got, um, I don't know, I, I, you know, thinking about even, even about like college or something like, oh, all I got to do is apply and then show up. And then sure. I got my degree. Right. And then you didn't realize you were going to have a massive size debt. Debt and like yeah. classes to go to, Sh- tests to right. do, <laughs> sure, homework sure. to do. Yeah. Sure. All that stuff. Sure. Right. Sure. That's, sure. A, that's what pops into my head. Yeah. But I mean, but even in the, in the dreaming, man, I mean, you can come up with some ideas. You can, you can come up with like, okay, you can come up with the plan, but it's just like it, it then there is then the reality. Well, one, it's like, okay you have the daydream, well then what would it look like to actually accomplish it? And that's where you then you start getting into the nitty yeah. gritties of the details. You know, and then you you know, you picture what that would look like and whatever. But then but then there comes a time where once you have your idea, once you fleshed out the plan, then you weigh the cost. Do you want to get into it? And then yes or no, you totally. commit to get into it. And then there is stuff that you just you straight up cannot figure out except by taking action. Like there's 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 stuff to figure it out in the beginning, but you're never gonna be able to like smash out the every single detail. It's like that stuff's only realized in process and in motion. So there is the reality of of thinking realistically in, in the sense of like what are the different details, but then you also don't need to sit around and wait till you have all the details because sometimes you just it's it's impossible to right right to get it but yeah right yeah that that reminded me of uh this one time uh um yeah that just reminded me of a story there was a, when i was trying to learn how to drive a um a semi truck for the first time just and the guy the guy told me he's like you don't need to know all the details about it. he's like just get in and, and drive it like you're stealing it off the lot <laughs> like, <laughs> like don't worry about maybe if the gears grind a little bit or whatever just just shift yeah. and and keep pressing the gas like drive like you stole it almost <laughs> so not worrying about the details i, I, I like that mm. just because i can get caught up in the details so many times like i've got to shift perfectly right or i'm not doing this right and then it gets into your head like oh maybe i shouldn't even be doing this sure yeah yeah did you, did you drive it all right yeah, eventually wow yeah but it was cool. it was a process but yeah the more i thought about just driving it like i didn't care about it and just I was wasn't even mine. I'm just stealing it. The better, <laughs> actually, the better <laughs> it was. <laughs> That's funny. So putting the action into things. What? So putting the action into things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just kind of recognizing that these ideas can be the very things that that are for you to actually get into. Like you have these vehicles that are ripe and ready, but it's it's kind of like the parable of the talents, right? Where the one guy buries his his money under the dirt, and so he has the money, then he gives it back to the master, mm-hmm. right? But but the 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 goal was to increase that money, was to realize sure. the potential of that money. But you can't realize what you don't use. Yeah, going back to the gifts you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, just like these vehicles, these talents, these these things that really they give us access though to these roads, and so you know it's 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 important to understand that 
different vehicles are meant for different kinds of roads, right? Like not, not every vehicle is made for every single kind of road. And you think about Jesus, right? In Mark um, chapter two, he's talking about people where the Pharisees were freaking out because he was eating with the, some tax collectors and sinners. And they're like, ah, oh, why is he eating with them? And Jesus says, dude, it's not, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. He's like, I didn't come right to chase after the people who think they're righteous. I came for the people who knew and know that they're sinners, right? These are the people that I came for. So he came for a certain kind of people, right? He came with purpose, with vision and with gifts to, you know, uh, get into it. And so when you kind of start discovering these vehicles that you have, you know, it kind of helps you decide what paths to take, right? What what are the right roads? Because you think about, um, right, like, so I have a van and I just bought a bike, right? So my mountain bike is perfect for like a single track in the woods going down a mountain, like that bike is the jam for that, right? If I try to take my van on that same road, my van has epic potential, right? It's got the capabilities to do all sorts of things. But if you try to take it down a single track, trail in the woods the potential is going to get snuffed out pretty quick as soon as you get smashed in between two trees and can't get out right so yeah so i mean that vehicle is not practical now at the same point right i got a family of six if i if i wanted to go to lake michigan and i try to load up this family on my mountain bike right (laughs) that junk ain't happening not gonna make it a try but i'm not gonna make it maybe i get some back Back pegs, front pegs, <laughs> right. you know, one of those like trailers. I mean, maybe, but then I couldn't move. So, but I got this van, right? This van has more than one seat. It's got an engine. It's got a room for luggage. You know, it's built for the long haul. It's got a freaking engine. You don't got a pedal like the Flintstones. So having the right vehicle on the right road is real important, but it's possible to kind of discover your vehicle and then find yourself on the wrong road, right? Because potential is realized in the right kind of environments, right? So if you think about an apple seed, these apple seeds, so let's just say you went to the store, you go to the, um, the outside department and hanging on a rack is like an envelope full of apple seeds. Well, in that environment, those seeds will never realize their potential even though they're full of potential in that environment hanging on the store shelf in that envelope they will never become what they're created to become because they're not in the right environment but you buy those seeds you take them out of the envelope you put them in the dirt you give them water you give them sun and bam they'll become everything they're created to be because they're in the right environment well our gifts are the same way like there's potential that we have that is realized in the right kind of environments right i mean if 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 you're called to be a leader of men, but you live a a secluded life, you're never going to be able to realize the potential of leading and managing people, right? Because you're not around people. So there's, there's that gift and that ability and that, that desire and interest that will never be realized if it doesn't have the right environment to get into it. So it's possible to find yourself on the wrong road with your vehicle. Now that doesn't mean that, that the road that you're on is a bad road, right? It just becomes a bad road to continue to travel if it's not the right road. So yeah. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Does that do anything for you guys? Well, I mean, yeah, kind of. So you're saying, so we have these gifts, these vehicles, and there's multiple roads we can be on, and it's, well, I don't want to say best, but when we align our gifts up with that road, we travel the best. But you're saying that it's not necessary to be on, like, every the road. every it's not necessary to be on that perfect road. Like there can be roads that lead into that perfect road. 
So what I'm saying, so as this relates to me, like just in terms of like be transforming our vision and where we're going, like for me, like where we've, where we've been typically finding the people that, that we are connecting with has been at church, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of ceased to be a place for finding people. And so I'm finding myself with this desire to somehow engage in the community and engage in business and engage with people outside. Right. Kind of like Jesus, you know, Jesus was talking about, it's like, dude, I didn't come for the people who, who are, you know, righteous. I came for the sinners, right? There's a kind of, there's a certain people I'm, I'm looking to actually engage and, you know, and, and so anyway, so I'm, I'm, you know, in, in this road that has been the right road, but then finding that it's like, you know what? I think there's, it's time to travel a different road. Like there's another road because right now I feel like, you know, it's like you get these senses that you're bursting at the seams with potential, but that junk just isn't being realized. It's like, I've got all this stuff. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know where to point it. I don't know where to go, but it's like, you know, you got it. And, but where you are right now, is no longer the place to be like, that's not where you're going to realize in it, you know? And so it's just, for me, it's been this, this bit of a struggle, but just this working out of like, all right, what is be transformed? What do we do and who are our people? And kind of discovering this, this concept of this vehicle, which really was spurred on from, when I bought my bike and the conversation with um, that guy at the bike shop and whatnot, I was just sitting at the table and I just, I just started getting these ideas about the bike and how it was a vehicle and how that bike gives me access to a certain kind of people. Like I could use that bike, you know, which takes me on some trails. I could find a group of people who also like to ride bikes on trails, right? So I could join a group, that group, because we have the same interest, it would give me access to these people who are already meeting up, right? Because the big question has been is like, how do I, how do I get into the community? How do I start participating in society where people are? How do I get in where people are? Cause I've been disconnected. So it's like, how do you get in there? Well, like these vehicles, right? You think about our gifts and these interests that we have, you know, you like doing yoga. Well, yoga is getting you into a group of people who also like yoga. Well, so that group of people that you, that interest gives you opportunities to create relationships. Those relationships give you opportunities to display the true nature and character of who God is. Then it's like, it gives you a chance to bring people into your community, into your life, or at the very least just to make friends and be able to demonstrate like the legit reality of who God is, but it's because you have this interest mm-hmm. and you participate with other people who have that same interest. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's, these are the things that give us access to what we actually want. It gives us access to our mission. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I was just thinking, so, If you're, if you have some apprehension or, or fears or doubts on what road or whatever, like, are there a couple basic steps that people might be able to, or things that they can do to kind of align themselves or to better refocus where they're at? Well, so that makes sense. Yeah. So, so I mean, like last week we're talking about the fact that we're made for earth, right? Like when you become born again, you become a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. And at the same time you be, you become commissioned as an ambassador, somebody who is of the kingdom of heaven and represents the kingdom of heaven on earth. And so, you know, with looking at this verse in Mark where Jesus is like, man, for God came for specific kind of people. Right. And it's just like, you know, each of us has specific kind of gifts. We have specific kind of interests, right? Are these interests, give us access to certain kind of people that we can relate to and can communicate with because of our common interests. Right. I mean, you like Jim Crotree. There is a crowd of people who like Jim Crotree, right? That's not my speed, but like for you, that gives you access to a group of people that you can relate with and interact with and create relationships. You know, Logan likes farming, right? So that gives him an access to a certain kind of people who will gather around these activities of farming, right? It's like, cause the big question for me is like, 
okay, I've got this message, but nobody's attracted to the message, right? There's, there's some people more in the Christian community who are attracted to the message, but I'm finding it's like, the trick is, is that we get into something that the, that other people actually want to get into that enjoy getting into. You bring some of that and then you use that to share your, demonstrate your message. And then people are like, freak, give me some more of that. But you need something that's going to attract people that gives you the ability to demonstrate. And it's like, that's what these gifts do. That's what these interests do, you know? So it's like, so one of the daily cultivations this week, because all these were on a daily cultivation, but one of them was like, you know, what, what, vehicles do you have lying around you know i mean like do you like sewing you know and do you find yourself kind of like all right how do i get involved how do i find a group of people all right well is there a group that meets once a week twice a week you know or like uh every other week or once a month or something and they get together to have a little sewing party right i mean that that desire to sew gives you access to a group of people who have the same kind of interest so it's easy to relate yeah. and so you just show up and you do what you know how to do and what you enjoy doing. And then you just build these relationships and like they give you access to then demonstrate the kingdom. It's like, do you like painting? I mean, could you bring a couple young kids from a school or could you approach a school and be like, Hey, you know, I've got this idea. We could, we could come out after school or during lunch or something. We could do a little crafting, whatever, you know, like, and you could connect with some kids, like these gifts that you have, you could practically use in the world to solve actual problems. You know, it's like, uh, do you like fixing things or repairing things? Like whatever it is, like, what do you like to do? Mm-hmm. Like what, what could you do? You know, I mean, freak video games. There's people who get together and do video games. I mean, it's just like you can use whatever it is, your interests, your gifts, you know, to actually engage with the world. Yeah. So, I mean, for example, like what would that look like? So let's just say, right, we've got a whatever we could just pick. um what, who cares? Let's just say we found a group, right? We got an interest. We found a group who's doing it and we go and we show up, right? So straight out the gate, you know, we just, we, we meet a couple peoples and there's just like this one person that we kind of connect with, right? So every time the group shows up, we sit next to each other. We talk, laugh, joke, talk about nothing, talk about whatever, you know? But then one day this person's like, dude, I've been like struggling. Cause like this, there's this incident with this one person and it's just, it's been bothering me and I'm kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, they're just getting like angry, kind of bitter about this situation. All right. Well, bam, you slap down a little bit of kingdom concepts, right? You're like, Oh man, freaking bitterness, right? Like bitterness seems like a good idea. Like being mad at a person who hurts you. Like it seems like it makes sense. Like it, if it, it feels like that should that is what you should do. You should be you should be mad at that person, right? You should not want to talk to him. Like, you know, it's like it seems like that's what you should do. But like the reality is, is that forgiveness, also known as like letting it go, is like your only access to freedom, right? Because it's bitterness is like drinking deadly poison, but thinking the other person is going to die, right? So let's just say that person laughs. You're like, oh man, I never thought about it like that. And you're like, yeah, man, it's like. Sometimes in bitterness, right, you have this past experience and then you keep reliving it. You keep reminding yourself of it, right? You feel the same feelings. You think the same thoughts. You build these scenarios in your mind, right? And all that does is reinforce that memory. But it's like that memory is not worth taking to your future, right? So it's like being able to cut that off, forgive them and let that go really sets you free, to go and live the life that you actually want to freaking live, right? So bam, just like a bunch of masters, we just slapped down some kingdom concepts without like being crazy, right? Like without being like, dude, bitterness is going to send you to hell. You're going to like, you just, you just literally demonstrated the kingdom of heaven. Like you caused somebody to consider function over malfunction, right? It causes people to taste and see that God is actually good all because you showed up to a group 
where a bunch of people had the same interests as you. You created relationships and it gave you access to demonstrate the kingdom of heaven, right? Then it's like, as you keep building the relationship, you can bring them into your life. You can bring them into your groups, you know? It's just like at that point, once people start tasting who God is, you kind of want more. And it's like, that's kind of the process we're going for. What do you guys think about that? No thoughts? This is a thoughtless podcast. Know, what do you think, Logan? <laughs> um, let, me, let me get them Does it make you want to join organized. Farmers Only or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's that? Farmers Only. <laughs> Is that a is that Apparently a blog? Apparently, we farmers. Are blog only. for only farmers. Oh, wow. Lonely that farmers, yeah. Only, only yeah. farm talk. Yeah, well, definitely getting in with only the people where the people are, James. <laughs> I like what you said. Using like you know, I like music, so mm. going where the people like music, and then if you do have, you know, Croce fans, or you're just playing music, right, and it's something you enjoy, and people catch on to that. Um. Like, oh, yeah, I love Jim Croce. Like, that's weird that you, like, yeah, yeah. weird that, and you might be, like, someone who, like, has the interest in the same vision or ideas that you have, and that's how I think you form those connections with people, by, by doing what you, you know, naturally are, enjoy doing, and you do it quite well, and then just doing it, and, and, talking with other people about it and forming those connections yeah because i think i think we can get lost in the idea that we don't need to or you know don't don't involve other people and i think um that sometimes can shut down that creative energy that can build those bigger purposes and visions yeah absolutely just like if you're gonna do like you know, if you like grilled cheese and you're, you know, selling grilled cheese on the side of the street and then someone says, wow, that's a good idea. And you might run into someone who, you know, has owns vans. They might say, well, how about we do a grilled cheese van? Call it little cheesers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the possibilities are endless. But <laughs> But With first little cheesers, you, the possibilities you are first. <laughs> you got to first set up the shop outside. You do. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's scary sometimes. Sure. It's a little nerve wracking, you know. You got to step into some fear to do it. You got to step into, you know, the whole idea of, oh no, what are people gonna think? Or you know, I got to talk to people now and all that. And you know, it's what you got to do sometimes. Man, but th that's where it's like, it's like if, if we can better understand why we are freaking on this earth, I, you can, you can better look at yourself in a correct light. Yeah. Right. Cause when you, when you realize that Jesus said, you guys are the light of the world, he said, so let your light so shine before men that they see your good deeds. And because of that, they glorify your father in heaven. He says, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. Right. It's like our task is here. It's on earth and we're equipped to do it. It's like these dreams that we date, like, you know, if, if you find yourself in the, you know, like in the beginning where we're talking about, you're sitting on the front porch, thinking about your vehicles, you're thinking about like your, your, your gifts, you're thinking about your talents, like whatever it looks like, you're playing music, you're speaking, you're farming, you're whatever it is. Like you've got these dreams. We'll see the, the good news about the fact that you've been daydreaming is means you have some ideas. Sure. Which means like you're already ready to like pick one and go for it. And so, yeah, it's just it's it's understanding that one that what God has for us, like you are equipped to do. And like they're the things you actually want to get into. They're the things that speak to the potential that's inside of you, which is a part of you, which is a part of the fiber of your being. So every part of you like wants to get into what you're created to get into. You know, so it's like there's a process of like preparing for the journey. And, um, and you know, I was just, I just came up with this girl. Uh, I think her name was Tina. And let's just say Tina, right? She, she goes, she got a gym membership. She goes to the gym. She likes, she enjoys working out. And this one day she was working out. She saw these two young ladies working out. And then just all of a sudden it just started stimulating some, some daydreaming, right? She's just, she's picturing herself training 
these girls. She's training one girl, and uh, then all of a sudden the girl just starts opening up, you know, and starts like sharing some struggles she's has, you know. And so she's just she's dreaming about this man. She's thinking about what, what the girl's saying. She's thinking about what she says, and she just finds like this fire rises up because this is a constant dream she has of like impacting. These young ladies, man, to help them see themselves the way God sees them. You know, like she just has this desire to connect with these girls. And she just keeps, she's got this, just this idea pops in her mind of like, huh, personal training would give me access to these people. Right. So she kind of comes out of this daydream and just like, just starts breaking down the details. Like we were talking about, I was like, all right, well, if I was going to be a personal trainer, you know, that would cost money. You got to get certified. But it's like, what if this was the way that that got me into uh, that gave me access to these girls and in this environment of fitness? You know, she's like, man, it'd be easy to just create some wholesome conversation that would produce fruit. She's like, that would just be so natural, so normal. Right. So she just starts thinking. She's like, huh. Like, I wonder if I should do this. You know, I wonder if this dream that I'm dreaming is the same dream that God's dreaming for me and for these girls. Is that she's, you know, God's just waiting for somebody to freaking get up and do something to connect with these people. Right? So she's just, she's just like, man, what if this is the strategy to the mission that is in my heart? Right? Because God does not give you a mission without a strategy. And what if she's thinking, this is the very strategy, this idea is the very thing that I should actually follow through on that would give me access to my dreams, right? So she starts breaking it down. She's like, all right, if I was going to become a personal trainer, it's like 500 bucks. You got to get certified. Then you got to get, you know, it's 250 bucks a year for insurance. You know, she's like, I want to get a little bit of a logo and some clothes with that logo on it. That's another 250 bucks. So bam, we got a thousand bucks in this dream right here. You get some of the details, you start flashing it out, right? You weigh the cost, right? Cause freaking whatever you do in life, you trade your life to do it. You give your time, your money, your energy, your focus to whatever you do in life which is great because that's a part of it. I mean, you give your whole self, but you just want to make sure that what you're doing is worthy of your time, right? And so she's, she's like, man, this is totally worth it, right? It's okay to get financially invested in your dream, in your destiny, in your purpose. It is okay to financially commit to your purpose and vision in God and to freaking go for it. Right. And it's like, and it's at this point, man, that you don't freaking cheap out. You don't cheap out. You're not looking for the cheapest, cheapest way in. Right. Cheap means you're just going to end up buying it again. We're not going crazy where it's like you buy crap that you're never going to use just because whatever. But you buy nice. You buy quality and you buy what you actually need. But just freaking. These vehicles that give us access to people, man, every single one of us has, you know, and so for Be Transform, like this, this is part of our mission is that we help people discover identity, purpose, vision unto action, right? And so we participate in the world. So our mission is to understand who we are and then to get into the world. So this is becoming, this is our model right here is that we, we, we figure out what is it that we like to do and we start doing it. You know, we've been coming up with like various ideas, right? It's like, all right, how can we connect with the community? Well, I was like, I know this guy who's, who's connected in the schools. I said, shoot, I got this idea to work with kids. What if I approached him and said, hey, what do you think about this idea? Bam, you've got this idea that you could impact some kids. So you go to where the kids are and see if you can do your thing, right? We got, we just, you get these ideas and then you just start following through on them because but here's the thing, right? Like we were talking about, like each one of us, the more people we get into this, the more facets, the more roads that each of us get into. Because I, I follow a certain kind of road, certain kind of people, somebody else, you know, we're going to get into fit, fitness, get into business kind of stuff. Well, somebody else is going to get into some music, get into some whatever. You got some crafting, you got some of this, you got some farming, you got some of this and that. What happens? We have, we have like an entire society worth of people 
right? Because every single one of us has different gifts and abilities. So we can reach different kinds of people. So now we're, we're affecting a whole society because look, my good people, the whole purpose is to make disciples of entire freaking nations, which the only way you're going to do that is by one, starting with one person and then spreading out to a community, to a state, you know, a city, state, freaking country, whatever. The only way you're going to expand is by getting into it. But it's like, man, we have the ability. This is the strategy to our mission. And this is helping us pick the right roads. Because when you kind of discover what it is that your gifts and what are the people, who are the people that also like those gifts, you just determined your target market. You just determined the people that you're after. Like things just got clear. So now it's easier to take steps of action because you know what you want to do and the kind of people that like to do what you like to do. I mean, it just got simple. Now it just takes, just do it, show up, invest in it. It's going to cost some money. Do it. It's going to cost some time. Do it. What else are you going to do? You could keep sitting on the porch and I'm just, I'm just saying this from freaking experience. It's like, it's, it's, it's easy and it's frustrating at the same time to sit on the porch because you're just, you're packed full of potential and you don't know what to do with it. And it gets confusing, but a lot of times it gets confusing because we discard the things that we're actually supposed to get into, which is really easy to do. But it's like once you kind of start getting some clarity, freaking stick with it and then take some action. Yeah, you could be like, well, what if it doesn't work out? You know, what if it doesn't last that long? Or what if I spend that money? It doesn't work. Well, at least you freaking did something. Do something. But what if it didn't, though? Like, what if that idea was the idea that got you into your vision? What if it is what it got you into your purpose? What if, because you took action, everything in your life changed? Would you do it? Yeah. Get up off the porch, my good peoples. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I'm getting off the porch anyways. You guys can stay here. Just no, I'm gonna get off the porch. Do yeah. something. Yeah, but I it just makes it so simple and so clear when it's like, oh, because before my big question was like, how do you get involved with these people? And it's like, right there, man. What do you like to do? Oh, there's people who like to do that. Go find some people. Because mm-hmm. it's possible to participate in these things, but then not really have the mission behind it. Right. Of, of actually like my, because my mission is to display the true nature and character of who God is. Like, that's why I want to get into this because by getting into this is going to allow me to build relationships, which is going to allow me to demonstrate who God is. It's from there then that some people are going to want to come and get trained in our training. They're going to want to learn like, what is it to live this life in God? And then they're going to be deployed into because we help people discover identity, purpose, and vision into action. So then we help deploy people into the different areas of influence so that we can actually affect change in the world. I mean, this is the model, and this model is going to work. It's got freaking, it's just, it makes things clear and simple. So it's just like, what what are the vehicles that you have? What are the, what are, what are the ideas that you're thinking about while listening to this? Like, what is it that you want to get into? And just start getting into it. Mm-hmm. Drive that baby. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally. Okay. My good peoples, thanks for hanging. Till next time, keep it real. Peace.